0: Okay, folks, my name is Eric Velm uh, from uh, Christ Only Ministries, preaching that only Christ has the power to save us to the world and beyond. Um, Christ Only, I call it, because it is truly Christ Only and Christ in us. Uh, Before we uh before i get on to the message i just want to update everybody on my wife she's doing uh, she's doing remarkably well she's uh coming along quite nicely and and i and i thank god for uh for this healing and for the uh speedy healing really and um she's you know pretty pretty advanced from what the, from where they would thought she'd be and and i would uh talk that up to the power of prayer and and uh, we pray every day for her and, um, so she's doing well, and, uh, I just thank God for that, and, uh, she thought her summer was going to be a complete bust, but, uh, it hasn't been. She's been back to the wire for a couple classes, and we've been out on, out on our, out on the, uh, out on the Harley a couple of times, and she's enjoyed that, and, uh, so, um, things are going okay. So, uh, before, uh let's see uh let's pray first and then I'll read scriptures and then I'll get into the message father we uh thank you lord for uh for all things and we just thank you for your many blessings and uh father that uh uh you bestow upon us father just uh even even uh, the bless, the blessings of life itself and uh, how improbable and impossible that uh each and one, every one of us uh, actually exists. Uh, we are here. I mean, the odds against such, such as, uh, us being here is just impossible to calculate, but here we are. And we just thank you for that, Father. We just thank you for, uh, loving us and not abandoning us to our own sinful natures, but uh, offering us a way out, offering us a savior, offering us a lifeline, offering us the, uh, Uh, an ark so to speak that we might find our rest and our peace and our safety on that ark and that ark is christ and father we just um thank you that you haven't abandoned us as orphans but uh father you have uh, uh announced yourself as our father and uh lord you have uh adopted uh the gentile into your kingdom and uh so father we just uh love you and praise you for uh who you are that you uh are magnificent and uh and, and incredible and uh, awesome but yet you are uh, loving in every way and you uh desire to share uh yourself with us father and uh there can be nothing more exciting and nothing more satisfying than than uh, sharing uh your existence and uh father we love you for that and so father we just ask you to bless this word and bless these uh, words i'm about to speak that they would not be my own words it would not be my wisdom but they would be the the wisdom of christ and uh, that they would be your words and that they would uh, be pleasing to you and uh father and uh, would be edifying to uh all who hear this message that we might all be built up into uh into the image of christ and uh father that uh, christ may be in us in a in a very powerful way as paul says and working towards that for which uh you have taken hold of us and uh so we just thank you for that and uh lord we just uh, pray for your blessings upon this word we just love you and praise you in jesus precious name we pray amen so I'm going to read from uh the Gospel of John third chapter. oh no excuse me, incorrect. Fifteenth um, chapter, one through eight. and this is where Jesus talks about him uh himself as the vine and uh us as the branches. I am the vine, and you are the branches. If a man remains in me, and I in him, he will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. If anyone does not remain in me, he is like a branch that is thrown away and withers. Such branches are picked up, thrown into the fire, and burned. If you remain in me, and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish, and it will be given you. This is to my Father's glory that you bear much fruit showing yourselves to be my disciples as the father has loved me so i have loved you now remain in my love if you obey my commandments you will remain in my love just as i have obeyed my father's commands and remain in his love i have told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete my command is this love each other as i have loved you Greater love has no one than this, that he lay down his life for his friends. You are my friends, and if you do what I command, I no longer, I no longer call you servants, because a servant does not know his master's business. Instead, I have called you friends, for everything that I have learned from my father, I have made known to you. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you to go and bear fruit, fruit that will last. And then the Father will give you whatever whatever you ask in my name. This is my command. Love each other. So, uh, Jesus is pretty much telling us in that uh, scripture that uh, that, uh, it's Christ only. So, let's start with this. One common thing or uh, aspect about human nature, I think, uh, that all of us have experienced at one time or another uh, is that oftentimes uh, we realize or we don't realize uh, the particular predicament or recognize the true nature of some of the situations that we put ourselves in and what, uh, you know, what could have been quite likely dreadful consequences. And we, uh, you know, and particularly in youth, uh, you know, we go out there and we do uh, what, you know, as an adult, we look back and say, wow, uh, God must have been looking over me on there because uh, then because, uh, you know, there was a 90% chance that, that would have ended up in a fatality, but sometime somehow it didn't happen you know and uh and we put ourselves in, in even as adults you know we put ourselves in predicaments into situations and we're really and we're really unaware of of the 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 particular uh um uh, desperate situation we're creating for ourselves and uh, you find this in adult life and a lot of things in, in, uh, in uh, uh, a lot of people's uh, their finances uh, you know they just keep putting things on credit thinking yeah yeah yeah, the, the day will come when uh, you know we'll pay it off we'll pay it off no problem we'll, we'll pay it off and then all of a sudden they realize they they, 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 uh, they um, look at their credit card balance and it's like wow how did we get here you know, how did these things pile up? We're we're in a real predicament here. I don't, you know, how are we ever going to get rid of this debt? This debt is going to be hanging around our neck for the rest of our life. And and it happens a lot. And uh, we just find ourselves in, in bad situations and uh, for one reason or another. And it, and it just seems to be the human predicament that we do this all the time. You know, when I worked in the jails, you know, it's like I was always... Uh, you know surprised or not surprised, but disappointed by the by the folly of of, of these these kids and these and these men that were in jail and they, and they just did things over and over and over and you know it, and never realizing that wow you know you are really you are really putting you setting yourself up for a, for a big big fall but they didn't see it that way they did, they didn't see things closing in on them they didn't see things uh, starting to press in on them and and uh, the one day these things are going to have to be accounted for and you're going to have to uh, pay for what for what you did, one one way or another, whether you pay for it by ending up dead in a gutter, someplace uh, you know, bleeding out, or whether you wind up in 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 jail, but you just you know they they've put themselves in, into this into this world of criminality, and they're hanging out with uh, with uh, with people who have done the same thing, and they're all in this desperate situation, and none of them realize what what how desperate they are. They all think everything is going fine, but they don't realize that you know the the cops are at their door getting ready. To bust the door down, or they don 't realize that some disgruntled cus- customer has, showed, has has shown up with a you know with a shotgun or something it's just so and so we, we, we all do it i mean maybe perhaps not as dramatically as that, but we all do it we don't we don 't we don't realize the situations that we 're getting ourselves into and from a personal example, you know when I was a kid when I was like sixteen or seventeen you know i've i've gone into this before briefly and and i you know i was putting myself into a very vulnerable very bad situation and um you know i was skipping school i was i was uh, you know i was always a good student too and i was you know i was in sports and i was in you know i was academically you know uh pretty okay and uh you know all of a sudden in in this uh in this Youth of mine, you know, I'm just I'm just putting myself into a very very bad spot continuously. You know, skipping classes and and falling behind on 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 work and 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 and, and uh, homework and and you know, winding up failing tests and and but it just didn't seem to matter to me at that point. That that I just wanted to go off and go off and party and and be some kind of a rebel and and you know, it, it, it I was just building up and just it was just uh, you know, build all this stuff was. Building up, and I had all these things starting to press in on me, but I was completely oblivious, you know, until you know the time comes that uh, you know you, you you step over a certain line, and all of a sudden, you know, you're facing a judge, and um, and it's not pleasant. And all of a sudden you realize that, wow, what was I doing, you know? And uh, especially as an adult, you know, I look back at to, to, what, to what I was doing, and, and, and it's like, wow, geez, what a terrible spot I put myself in, you know? And, and, and to be honest with you, it, uh, you know, that, that situations that I put myself in and, and the consequences that came from it really, uh, you know, put a, put, a, uh, put, a, uh, put a mark on me. And, um, unfortunately, and, uh, but God was good and, and, uh, you know, he, he found a way to work around it and work through it. And, uh, so I'm thankful for that. But anyhow, so you know, we 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 all do it in some way or in some fashion. We just don't realize the the uh, the, the predicament that we're in, and and sometimes it's you know it's 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 the pride of life, as as uh, scripture says, or you know sometimes it's just pure folly. But whatever it is, we do we, we all do it, and and we think that we're and we think that we're doing right, and we think that we're doing you know we're we're being brave or we're being you know just uh, just bucking the trend and and uh, you know just going up against the authority authorities and not listening to authorities and you know what you know as as abusive as sometimes authority can be man we authority really you know in in the overall picture it, it has the job of 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 uh, of saving us from folly and especially youth and uh so you know it's god's way of kind of reigning in our sinfulness here on earth and uh so so to ignore uh earthly authority is uh you know is folly it's 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 uh it's silly And uh, it usually ends up in in a bad spot, and uh, you know. So we're we're ignorant of where we really stand, and the true situation sometimes that we're in. And you know, these days we're always hearing about you know, be all you can be, and and you know, you you got to go out and you got to capture the world, and you got to do this, and you got to do that, and you got to you got to meet your full potential you got to be the strong man or the strong woman you got to get that you got to get that prize you got to strive you got to you got to work for it you got to you got to dig you got to toil you you've, you've got to sacrifice you've got to do all these all these things to become all that you can be and uh you know so so that you can stride across the uh stage of history and and as the uh as as one who has uh conquered and one who has uh succeeded and and uh you know so this message is constantly hammered into us and um to accomplish to be successful and to uh you know to think more highly of our of ourselves and 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 to give us this illusion that somehow you know we're uh you know we're 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 all capable of this and we're we're we just have to you know just bear bear down and just 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 grasp that golden ring and um, to become great influential men and women and to rise above and you know uh, um this uh particular Way of being isn't uh, isn't just um, confined to, to uh, you know upper class people. We all have it, and it's called the pride of life, you know. And it's like we we, we all have 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 that ingrained in us. Like somehow you know we 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 are the exception, and that that we're gonna we're gonna really go for it. And um, you know, so that's that's the kind of like the the the. The attitude that 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 you know we all can be a superman and that we all have have great potential within us and that we all should that we all should go to college and that we all should get doctorate degrees and that we all should be should be um uh you know physicists and that we all should be astronomers and that we, you know but it just can 't be that way so uh you know this this idea that we 're all super capable in so many ways um and it's just not true um and it really it really appeals to our pride of life and it really appeals to to people that and and to our uh, to our sinful nature sometimes i mean some of it's good and some of it's okay but uh you know if you if you lose sight of certain things because of that message uh you know i i don't know you're missing something and uh, you know as though, as though uh, they, they teach us uh, you know to, to just go out and get it as though we're, we're, there, there are some of us or many of us or all of us we're, we're, we're above normal human failings and temptations and needs. But you know what? This all shows a very regrettable ignorance of who and what we we really are. Because if there is one needy animal species on this earth. I think the most needy animal species on this earth is the human being. No matter how we want to puff ourselves up with knowledge, how much we puff ourselves up with our pride, how much we puff ourselves up with 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 ideas of of uh, of power and authority and, and 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 this and that and and intelligence and and all this, we are still some very very needy animals. We really are. I mean, And we're all susceptible to, and and we all fall prey to the normal changes and discouragements and disappointments of life. And we really don't really know how weak and needy we really are and how much we need one another at all times. We really do. We can say that, you know, we're independent, but none of us are independent. Look. Okay, think about it for a moment. Okay, we we pretend that we're independent and and, and we don't need we don't need people and we, and we don't need others and and that we're strong and self-sufficient. Yes, self-sufficient. That's the word I was looking for. We're all self-sufficient. Well, you know what? Think about this for a moment. When's the last time you gave yourself a haircut? When's the last time you made your own clothes? When's the last time you made your own shoes? Or the building you live in? Or the heat that you experience? Or the toothbrush that you use? When's when's the last time you made the tie that you put on? Or the dress that you put on? Was the last time you uh, you produced the food that you ate, or or, or uh, you know the, everything? Everything that we do throughout life depends upon somebody else. The idea of self sufficiency and and not recognizing that we are very needy creatures is just foolish. I mean, I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're a man sitting on top of the world, such as uh, a billionaire president like Donald Trump. You know, nope. He didn't make his own shoes. He didn't make his own toilet paper. There's nothing that, you know, to say that he's self-sufficient or that anybody is self-sufficient and they can go about life without this or, you know, without others and and, uh, he can live on his own, he's got all things going for him. It's just completely ridiculous. From top to bottom, everybody depends upon something or everybody for what they have. The rich man has a Bugatti. Well, I'll tell you what, he didn't make that Bugatti. He wouldn't even know where to start making that Bugatti. You know, he wouldn't even know where to start to making that pencil that he uses occasionally. Or his fingernail clippers. Or the cologne that he wears. So the idea that, that we're somehow, you know these these in, incredible creatures in nature that just just that just are can can take hold of things and just you know just just stride across the world is ridiculous we really ne- need to recognize and be a little bit more humble that we are very needy creatures in every single way we are need emotionally spiritually physically mentally whatever we are very, very needy creatures, and of all the of all the animal species on Earth, I would say we'd have to be we'd have to be probably the probably the neediest. I mean, there is nothing that we do that that hasn't that hasn't uh, uh, sat on the shoulders of somebody preceding us. The house I'm living in, I didn't build it. I didn't put those sidewalks out front. There's a lot of things that I, that 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 I do or that I have that have n- nothing to do with me. So so we we so th- what I'm just saying is that we really don't realize how how weak and needy we are in the uh, in this world physically. You know, just to sustain life, just to sustain ourselves as physical beings we're so needy and we're we're so we're so helpless and and, and, and and we're and we're weak and the only way we can really succeed is by banding together and, and relying on the talents and the and the ambitions of of others and that's how you know that's why we probably develop cities and communities and and whatever because you know, we he had to band together for defense and for uh, for getting things done because on our own we're we're we're, we're we just we just don't do it I mean, I guess there's, you know, some stray people out there that, that go out into the woods and uh, live in a cabin and, and uh, you know, enjoy this or that, and they get along by themselves. But even that, if you really research it, I think that, you know, they, he, didn't, uh, he didn't learn building a, a log home on his, on his own out of nowhere. I'm sure that, that uh, skill was taught to him by somebody. So we are so in our essence as physical beings, we are very, very needy. we are very, very weak. you know it's like right in the beginning when when uh, Adam and Eve sinned, you know they put this this little miserable loincloth around themselves and and, God, and because now they're naked and they know it, and God looks at that loincloth and he says, "Wow, that's not going to do. That's pathetic." So he kills an animal and, uh, and he he gives them, he gives them a, a skin to wear around themselves to cover their nakedness. So, so at that very moment of that sin we are made so vulnerable to physical forces and other types of forces. Even the kings and the queens of this world you know that pride themselves on being able to move people around on their chessboard. Even their pride is misplaced. There's very little that they can do other than move people around on a chessboard. You know? Nobody, uh, they, they're, not, they're certainly not capable of catching the caviar uh, of, uh, uh, that, uh, that they're eating or preparing those meals that they, they, they have or the, the wine that they drink. I mean, they don't do any of that stuff. Uh, they're they're essentially helpless except for this 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 uh, mantle of authority that that they've been given, and so even uh, kings and queens ought to be a little more humble as to who and what they are. You know, and God and God is uh, God in His wisdom. Kind of rebukes that whole nation of, or that whole notion of be everybody being, you know, capable of being this or being that. Just you have to go out and go get it, you know. Because the world can't survive if, every, if, if, if everybody's a brain surgeon. You know, who's, uh, you know, the the people that that clean that room and that clean that hospital. They're just as important. Because without a clean hospital, you, you know the surgery is likely to be unsuccessful. You know God has God has 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 given every every man and every woman a role. You know, and 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 from the from the lowest to the highest, each position, each part of the body, as in when Paul says about the body of the church. You know, each each part can't say, "Well, I can live without you," because you can't live without. Without. The, the finger can't say well you know because I'm a finger I can live without my arm or, or without this but it doesn't really work that way because all the parts of the body have to fit in together for that whole body to be happy and to be satisfied and to work well and same is that's the same way with human society we can't all be brain surgeons we can't all be engineers we can't all be this or that there has to be there has to be people willing to do the menial labor, and it's not menial labor, I hate hate saying menial labor, because I tell you what, I appreciate what people like that, what what they do, because I don't want to go into a dirty market, I don't want to go into a dirty office building, I don't want to go into an ill-lit place, can you imagine a life without a good electrician, a good plumber, a good, all these good tradesmen, I mean, it would be unbearable. I don't care who you were or, and what kind of accomplishments and success you have. <coughs> Your life would be miserable without without all these people who you know supposedly have inferior positions in the in the race towards the top. They're indispensable. Are every bit as indispensable as you know whoever does the design of bridges you know you have to have somebody that's going to that's going to pick up the materials and drive it there otherwise the the engineer who designed that bridge he's not going to carry it there he's not going to carry those uh 10,000 ton beams uh to the worksite so god in his wisdom he says no you don't okay you humans can think like that but in truth this is what This is how things have to be organized. So, even in this earthly realm, there's that sense of the body that can't do without the other parts of the body because it's true. And of course, you know, I'm not completely you know sometimes it sounds like i'm like i might be advocating communism but or something like that but i'm not i mean this is all within a certain perspective you know everybody you know you know we're not an ant colony we're human beings and as such we need the freedom to find out where we comfortably fit and where we want to fit where we want to be some people don't want to be brain surgeons. They just want a simple life. They want a simple life where they can give, where they can go golfing, they can visit their friends in the bar. They want, there's nothing wrong with that. And Other people don't want that simple life. They want a, a life of accomplishment. One isn't necessarily better than another. So anyhow, you know, that's 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 I'm just trying to make the the the, the point that in this world in this, these, these societies that we've set up, and these civilizations, and, and and how we live our lives, we're we're not as individually we're not as great as we think we are. We're not as self-sufficient as we think we are. We're not on as as on top of the world as we think we are. We're vulnerable. We're needy. We're 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 uh, you know. We're very open to, to disaster. We, we, we can be, you know, on top of the world one day and then and, and, and comp- completely destroyed the next. So that's the way it is in the natural world. And if we, I think, if we understood our vulnerabilities and our and our neediness and our weaknesses better, if if we understood that a little more deeply, a little better, that I think we might learn to appreciate one another, and we wouldn't be quite so, you know, quite so, I don't know, envious or in competition with one another. If we just could accept our one another and accept ourselves as as uh, you know as needy, and and uh, you know those who have a particular talent, well, thank you, you know. I'm grateful for that talent. And I'm, and I'm grateful for, for whatever this person can do. Because I need him. Or him or her. But you know, if that's true in the natural world, I'll tell you what. If that has some truth in the natural world, it is 100, 100 times truer in the spiritual world. Because if there's any place that we are <coughs> ultimately powerless, if there's any place that we are weak, that we are vulnerable, that we are just open to all kinds of uh, <coughs> insidious temptations that wish to, uh, to uh, have us, it's in the spiritual world. we're so we're so corruptible we're so uh easily uh, affected by and and uh by our sins we are 100% defenseless in the spiritual world and especially against that 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 curse of sin which is death my god is there anything more helpless and 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 more desperate and more like uh like um more uh, revealing of our of our weakness and our vulnerabilities than when we face death. When we face the ultimate uh, curse for our sins. You know, we're 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 so helpless at that point. You know, I I've I've unfortunately seen a lot of people, you know, in my families and in and my family and, and uh on my wife's side and my side, you know, pass over into whatever God has for them. And I look into the face of death and it just is like, Wow. There's no working around that. Dead is dead. You know, when you just look look upon the, the, the dead body just dead is dead there is no dance there is no magical uh, you know potion there is no chant there is nothing that's going to raise that body that I'm capable of administering there is nothing I stand there before death completely utterly helpless to help to help that person and to help myself death is just so final and so in that spiritual realm we're all like lambs being led to the slaughter we're utterly defenseless we're utterly undefended And here we 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 display the same the same um ignorance of our condition you know most people think uh you know if I lead a different uh, a fairly decent life <clears throat> if we if I lead a fairly decent decent life you know I'm going to go to heaven I'm going to you know the, the 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 promise of eternal life and, and being with God he's he's going to let me in it's going to be no problem and you and we all know that's 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 how you know 95% of the world thinks you know that there there's something great for them after after their death they don't know what they don't know why but it's just a feeling that you know I've been okay you know I'm not I'm not I I I I deserve it's my birthright and I and I deserve this uh this ultimate crowning upon me of being eternal and divine and uh you know right there in the uh in 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 Genesis you know we read that no God has taken that from us God has taken us taken that birthright because we gave it up has taken that birthright of eternal life away from us and he has guarded it with cherubim, the tree of life <coughs> with a flashing sword and nobody can go near it and we all believe that only the most heinous of peoples could possibly could be uh, consigned to to, to hell and you know only a brief reading of scr- scripture would uh, disabuse us of, of that notion yet you know most people just scoff at any any notions of you know the 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 right to divinity the right to share in the life of god is 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 not really open to everybody in in the sense that you can that you can just you know assume that you're that you're there no you just can't assume that that there's there god has uh, god has opened up and made accessible the tree of life by one way and one way only and that is through the life and the blood. And the crucifixion and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. If there's any place that we that we need to, to, to that we're vulnerable and that, the, that we're weak, it's in the spiritual world. And here is where we so often, a, our, our ultimate destiny, we, we're not even aware of, of, of uh, how desperate our situation, how sinful we really are, how weak and vulnerable we, we really are. We're so weak and so vulnerable, and we're so hopeless that, that God gives His only Son whom he loves. He he gives them up to all the forces of Satan, all the forces of human envy and and, and and murderous rage. And he gives it and he gives up his son to that cross. So that we might have hope that, that we would have eternal life and life with him. That's how desperate our situation is, that that something like that had to be done. We're not guaranteed, just because we're humans, we're not guaranteed eternal life. Maybe we feel that way because primordially we we, we know that at one time in our existence it was like that. But it's not any longer because sin has captured our hearts and it cannot be allowed into the kingdom of God. That sin cannot be allowed to, to wreak its havoc again. And there's only one way there. And that is through the name of Jesus Christ. He is the one who has opened up the gates of heaven. He is the one that has torn the curtain he is the one that was who has had his his flesh ripped asunder, so that we may enter into the holy of holies. This is the highest calling that the human being has to enter into the life of God. That is our ultimate destiny. That that is the that that is the purpose of history. That is the purpose of creation. That that, that the the sons of God and and the sons and daughters of God would be finally revealed. That is the ultimate purpose of all this going around us. That God will one day have His people. And we shall have Him. And we don't realize, we don't realize how desperate our situation is. How, how, how close, how, how, how narrowly we, we stand on the precipice or on the edge of a destiny without God. Of a destiny in eternal loneliness, of a death, of a destiny in the void. I don't think we don't realize our vulnerability. We don't realize the terrible situation that we're in, because life just seems to be normal. But in the spiritual realm, and in, 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 the, in the purposes of God and, and His ultimate aims, <coughs> a lot of us are in a very bad spot. utterly defenseless. And no matter what deed or deeds we do or or, hi, or hi, how highly we think of ourselves or how highly others think of us or our successes or our rewards or our accomplishments or our education or all the, the supposed wisdom that we've developed and all the whatever else we have, no matter, you can take all that stuff and you can throw it in the rubbish can like Paul says. I take all that stuff and I throw it in the rubbish can because I know it's of no value for what is ultimately God's purpose in my life that I should share in His life and it's because of that nakedness God was so merciful that He sent His Son and there's no other name under heaven by which we can be saved. I'm sorry to say that. I really wish there was more names. I wish I wish there was a bunch of names. But there isn't. There, you know, the, we might just as well, you know, wish for, you know, three or four suns. Or five or six moons at night. But there aren't. There's one sun, there's one moon. And there's one God, and there's one sun. And there's one savior by whom we may be saved. Just one. That's it. No matter how you cut it, two plus two will always equal four. No matter how much you want two plus two to equal five, it's never going to equal five. No matter how many justifications, no matter how many rationalizations, no matter what you come up with, two plus two equal five is just not gonna work. <coughs> Our spiritual lives, in order to be a part of that final destiny of man, it has to be built on the rock of Jesus Christ. He has to be the captain of our souls. He has to give us direction. He has to, to, to take that boat and steer it and, and, and get it to the, to, to the shore. Like he does when uh, he takes over that sh- the, the, the boat as his disciples are in, when the storm is raging and, and he appears walking on the water. He gets them to the to the to the to the opposite shore where they needed to go when it looked like they were going to drown. He is our ark. He is that 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 raft of safety. He is that raft of peace. He is the one that's that, that 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 we that we we climb onto to 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 ride above the the, the floods. <coughs> He has to be the captain of our souls. He has to be the cornerstone upon which we build. Because if it's not, everything you've built is just just destined for the fire. If if you don't build on that cornerstone, if you're not taking your mark and your beginning on that cornerstone, everything is destined from there on to to to, to the fire. But what you build on that cornerstone stays there and remains and will withstand that fire you have to start from that cornerstone and that cornerstone is Christ and we have to realize that we're you know we're just we're just spiritually we're i think you know we're in a fog and to cut through that fog is just sometimes it just seems impossible but God's spirit does cut through and he knows who those that are his And so we would be wise to know that this is our, that this, uh, that our situation without Christ is desperate. You know, it's like, it's like Jesus says in, the, and in, uh, in his parable of the vine. He is the vine. And if we don't stay connected to that vine, what does he say? We can do nothing. And what are we good for? Nothing except to be thrown into the fire. And we'll, we'll, we'll wither and, and good for nothing but the fire. And it's true because there's nothing spiritually that we can do that is pleasing to God. That will that will that will open up the holy of holies to us, other than through the blood and and faith in Jesus Christ. There's just no there's just no other way. We back when I I, I belonged to uh, a church in town here, we did a play, and it was always my wife and I always laugh about it, and uh, <coughs> it was a it, what it, it showed people out. Who had just died, you know? And there's this waiting room, and and, and uh, you know all these people are gathered there, and they wait for their name to, names to be heard. And uh, I guess I forget now. I guess when they heard their name, they either were going to the judgment seat, or they were going to uh, going to heaven itself. I don't know. They were so so they're out here waiting, right? So this, this the these two are are talking, and this and the one one girl. He's saying oh uh, you know uh, how, how are you doing and and do you, and and uh, do you think you know that that uh you know that things will be good for you and and he and he lists all, all these accomplishments I, you know i was a good father I was this I was that and I, and and I have my degree and I was very wealthy and I and I worked on charities and I and I did this, and I did that, and you know, just this whole list of accomplishments. And the and the at the end of it, he says, and he goes, uh, "Yeah." And I think that'll impress him, you know. And I always find that such a funny line. <clears throat> but the fact is, it's not going to impress him. What impresses him is that the spirit of Christ is in you, or it's not. If the spirit of Christ is in you, then the then the the gift of eternal life is yours. Is yours to take hold of. You will be part of that final destiny, that final calling, that that final development of the human. Boom! You are now, the, you know, God's perfect creation. Because this is where it's all leading. This is this is the whole teleological um, display of God. That we should be that the sons of God should be revealed, that all creation has been sub- subject to frustration by the one who created it, in the hopes, that we will be freed from our bondage to decay and to corruption, and that we will become sons of God, eternal beings, divine everlasting lives of power and joy and peace sometimes it's hard to, to imagine that this is where it's all going but if you know at, at times but but it just seems to fit and um, it does fit it makes perfect sense <clears throat> so no matter how much good we think we can bring to the table, It's not going to impress them. Because there's only one thing that, that, uh, that we need to do and that is to sit at the feet of Christ and listen to Him and to be His and to make Him the captain of our souls steering us towards the safe shores. If His Spirit is not found in us so that his righteousness may be imparted to us, the person is naked before God, with all their sins clinging to them. And there's only one proper place for that person: the void. I mean, that's that that hell. You know, you brought your you've you've brought you yourself and your and your nakedness and your sins before the judgment seat, and I don't see what other what other you know judgment anybody could expect but like God clothing Adam and Eve with the skin of, of by the sacrifice of that animal that's what he has done for us in Christ Christ is the Passover lamb he has been sacrificed to cover our nakedness just as that skin covered the nakedness of Adam and Eve so now does Christ cover the nakedness of our spiritual being and we are clothed in the fine liniment of Christ so <clears throat> We uh, we're needy in the, in our biological state of being and we're needy in our and we're very, very needy and and we're all in a in, in a terrible predicament and so many of us don't know, don't know it and don't appreciate it. But it's true, um, you know. And there's really only way, one way through it, and that is through, uh, through Christ, covering our nakedness, recognizing our neediness, humbling ourselves, and uh, humbling ourselves, and and, and uh, you know, kind of sloughing off that pride of life and uh, and everything it it uh, it tries to. To make us think of ourselves and just understanding and, and being humble before God, because uh, you know we're, we're just needy, we're vulnerable, we're not in a good we're not in a good situation, and so we find our our safety in Christ, and we and we and we uh, uh, allow Him to be our uh, captain. We allow him to uh, give the orders. We allow him to steer the ship. We allow him to, uh, you know, to go this way or to go that way. All in the hopes of uh, and in the knowledge that he will bring us to that far shore safely. Might take some detours, but he'll get us there. So we're all vulnerable. The wages of sin is death, and without Christ as our Savior and our protector, we remain vulnerable, and uh, only to be condemned for our sins. But in Christ we have a captain, in Christ we have uh, our Savior, we have our Redeemer, we have our Advocate, we have our bondsman. And so there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Remain in him and he will remain in you. Our deeds cannot save us. The law will not save us. Our learning and our knowledge cannot save us. Our accomplishments will not save us. Our wisdom will not save us. There is nothing except Jesus and Jesus alone that has the power to grant us eternal life. For he alone has been given that authority to grant eternal life to those who chooses to have eternal life for he has not chosen his for the disciples have not chosen him he chose them for those who put their hope and trust in not in things of the world that lure and captivate our spirits into idolatry, but in humility we understand our true nature is completely and utterly dependent upon the grace of God in Christ. And we submit gladly and joyfully to that truth, who is also the life and the way. So let's not our kid ourselves with any self-delusions about being, you know, on top of the world and and going for it and all these other things that that us up I mean, you read the you read Facebook and it's like every other every other posting is like, oh, you know, you, you got to do this and and go for that and you got to go for the gold and you got to go for the for the brass ring and and be all that you can be and don't let anybody take that away from you and and don't let anybody think that you're anything less. Than greed and blah, 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 you know. <coughs> but the truth is, in humility, we understand that we're, we're naked and vulnerable, both in our biological sense and very much so in our spiritual sense. Apart from me, Jesus says, you can do nothing. And we will find it one day, just as Jesus has told us. Apart from Him, we can do nothing. So, uh, that's my message. uh, That, uh, you know, we're we're not all we think we are. Uh, It's uh, wise to be humble. To have a little humility. To understand our true situation before God. To understand the desperate situation of our sins. To understand that our our sins wish to have us and uh, that we stand naked before God and the only thing that can possibly clothe us is the blood of Christ. And that His uh, righteousness will become our righteousness. And when when we... You know, at the judgment seat or, or wherever, I guess that's where things will get done, you know. If Jesus... If God doesn't see His Son in you... The game is over. I believe. I mean, that's what uh, Paul says. You know, Christ in us. That's the only thing that matters. It's Christ in you. And if you come before Him naked, uh, what can He do but cast you off? You know, your 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 nakedness is uh, is just not something that is tolerable. And uh, without Christ covering us we're all spiritually naked so that was a pretty long one sorry about that but uh, you know I don't know I got rambling on but anyhow so uh, uh, God bless I hope uh, you know this This uh, this might uh, impart upon you some uh, considerations and uh, so love you all in and, and, and Christ and I hope you have a good day good week good month whatever and uh, you know keep on uh keep on pursuing Christ because uh, I know that in in the end it's we're gonna one day look back on it and say thank God that I mean truly thank God that he he pursued me, he pursued us and didn't let us go and didn't leave us here as orphans well God bless, take care, and I shall read from Ephesians as now become my custom. Hmm. I like that. It has become my custom. Anyhow. So Paul writes, For this reason I kneel before the Father from whom his whole family in heaven and on earth derives its name. I pray that out of his glorious riches he may strengthen you with power through his spirit and your inner being so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you, being rooted Go in peace and God bless you all.